Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we acknowledge that without you, everything is meaningless. Without your mighty presence, Lord, uh, everything is meaningless. And so, God, I pray that you will bless our hearts, bless our ears as we listen to your words. And I pray that, Lord, you will put power, you will, uh, you will empower your words today. And I pray that it will bless and it will in, uh, enlighten uh, minds and hearts today, God. I pray that you will speak to all of us, Lord God. And I pray that, Lord, we will all respond to your words, Lord God. Lord, we believe that you're that your words are powerful and it gives light to our lives. And I pray, Lord God, that it will, it will also give guidance. And I pray that again, uh, we will all be obedient to your words. We honor you, God. Holy Spirit, speak to every one of us today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Okay, uh-huh. actually I also have uh, the hard, hard, hard time of giving the title of this message, but I made a decision, and this is the title, Stop Being Silly. <laughs> Stop being silly. Okay, uh, by the way, silly means having or la- uh, showing, having or showing a lack of sense or judgment absurd or foolish okay but uh, with this with this word i want to give you some acrostics okay these are synonymous words okay that uh, that describes of one thing okay s stands for slothfulness or sluggard being sl- uh, sluggish okay and uh, by the way uh, the word sloth is from the greek word uh, akidia Okay, which means the absence of care. Can you imagine? It seems like you don't care. You are being passive. You don't care about anything in the world. Okay, that's S. Next is I, the word I. And uh, I I chose the word uh, idle. Okay, it means avoiding work. You don't want to work. You just want to lie down and sleep and eat maybe. Okay, and next is the, uh, the letter L, and uh, I chose the word lazy for this, okay? Being lazy means you decline to, to activity or exertion, okay? You don't want to exert effort, you don't want <laughs> to do anything, okay? And uh, the next letter L, this is a big word, lethargic, lethargic. Relating to or characterized by laziness or lack of energy. Can you imagine that? You are eating a lot of food and yet you you don't have that energy to do something. (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, that's amazing. And last word. Uh, for letter Y. By the way, uh, as I have searched dictionaries and uh, Google, I cannot see uh, a word uh, that's, that starts with letter Y. 
Okay, that is synonymous, synonymous, synonymous to uh, uh, being slothful and idle, lazy, lethargic. Okay, so I put the word you because right now I'm speaking to you. <laughs> I'm speaking to all of you, uh, but uh, I'm not being a judgmental here. I'm not being judgmental here, uh, but I want to encourage you to do some evaluation. Please evaluate yourself as we, as we continue to listen to this message. Okay? So I want to quote the Tagalog kasabihan uh, uh, that it says, Batu-batu sa langit, ang matamaan, pangit, ang matamaan, wag magalit, or should I say, ang matamaan dapat magrepent. Okay? Yes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, let me start with this. Uh, let's go back to creation. Okay? Uh, when God created mankind in His own image and likeness, we can see that uh, during creation, God worked for six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. Of course, God created from day one down to day six. And on the, on the sixth day, God created human beings. That's Adam and Eve. Okay? And uh, as we can see that uh, after that, God has established a command throughout the scriptures that says, for six days you have to work. You have to labor, but on the seventh day, you have to rest. Okay? So, when God created human beings, uh, God has given them uh, a command or an instruction. Okay? God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Okay? And uh, um, I do believe that uh, some of the people just misinterpreted this or maybe they just put a high, uh, a high regard or they just focus on uh, the command of the Lord that they have to be fruitful and multiply. Adam and Eve should be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. So, naka-focus sila uh, sa, sa childbearing maybe. Or, <laughs> or some people, whatever, they focus themselves on that. Okay? But it says here, here you fill the earth and subdue it. Okay, and uh, uh, it was added that you have to rule over the fish, you have to uh, rule over the birds in the sky, and every living creature that moves on the ground. Okay, so uh, it, uh, it, uh, it also demands responsibility. Okay, men or uh, uh, man, Adam and Eve, has the responsibility to rule over or to take care of these creatures. Okay, fish, birds. Uh, everything that moves in the sky. And then, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 29, it says there, uh, Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. Okay, so as you can see, God has, has, has designed uh, fruits with seeds uh, in it. Okay, and uh, this is for food. Okay, this is a food for everybody. 
Okay, why do you think is the reason that from very beginning, from the very beginning, vegetables and fruits have seeds on it? Okay, wh what do you think is the reason? Why did God design that, uh, that seeds to be in the fruit? Okay, uh, for me, it sounds like work. We have to do something. Again, a man or man has given the, the, the whole or the total responsibility to take care of creation. And so, with the seeds on, uh, or with the seeds on the fruits, okay, it sounds to me like farming. Okay, <laughs> you have been hearing about uh, farming uh, with Kuya Arman, and uh, yeah, um, and uh, we are encouraged to do it. Okay, but uh, let us try to uh, let let us try to uh, look at Adam and Eve during that time. As we can see, that uh, the garden was so beautiful, and the garden uh, is blessed was blessed abundantly with food with fruits and vegetables, okay? Everything is being provided in that place, okay? And I do believe that because of that, Murago, uh, both of them, Adam and Eve, become idle, okay? They don't have to do uh, planting, maybe, or they don't see the, the need to plant because all of the trees, all of the uh, vegetations, okay, uh, the vegetables are uh, producing uh, fruits, okay, or vegetables. And so maybe they became so idle and because of that, the devil came in and said, do you want to be like God? Do you want to be like him? And then because of that, they eat, they ate the forbidden fruit. And so sin and death came into the world. Okay, so as we can see, being silly, it means being slothful, being, uh, uh, yeah, being idle, being lazy, will put you into a dangerous position. Okay, I want to give you another example. Second uh, Samuel chapter 11, okay, uh, this is a story, this, this is the story of uh, David and Bathsheba. As we can see during this time, Israel was facing a great battle against the Ammonites. Okay? Kings during these times uh, are supposed to be leading the army for battle. Okay? Supposedly, David should be in the battlefield with all of the soldiers, the Israelites, uh, the Israeli soldiers. Okay? But during that time, David remained in the palace. And you know what? One evening, he got up from bed. He walked around the rooftop and he saw something or someone. Not something, it's someone. Okay? Her name is Bathsheba. Okay? What do you, why do you think the Bible gave her that name? Bathsheba. <laughs> Maybe it is because her first exposure in the Bible, he, uh, she was taking a bath. <laughs> and maybe because of that, she, she was named Bathsheba. <laughs> or the woman that takes a bath. <laughs> so David saw her and sent someone to get her. And you know what? This is amazing. Paspas kay si David. He 
slept with her right that very moment. Okay? And then after, after a while, uh, uh, Bathsheba was sent home. And uh, later, uh, there was a news, uh, or uh, the news came, came to David, and uh, it was Bathsheba being pregnant. So did you know what David did? Okay, he called for Uriah. Okay, so he said, Ur Uriah, please come home. Okay, and basically it is for him to sleep with his wife. Okay, so David made a command uh, to uh, Uriah that he has to wash himself, go home, uh, eat with uh, his wife, and uh, lay with his wife. So um, they have to make love. Okay, but you know what? Uriah did not follow or did not obey the king. Okay, so the, uh, the, the king, David, uh, summoned him and said, Nganong wala ka ni uli? Nganong wala ka ni uli sa imong asawa? And uh, Uriah said to David, okay, it says here, I just want to read, The ark and Israel and Judah are staying in tents. And my commander, Joab, and my lord's men are camped in the open country. How could I go home to my wife and eat and drink and make love with her. As surely as you live, I will not do such a thing. So can you imagine? Um, uh, <laughs> I think Uriah is better because he's, uh, he saw the urgency of being in the battle because he knows that Israelites uh, are, uh, the, the Israelite people are facing this, this battle. Okay, and he saw the urgency, but David doesn't, okay? He became so idle. And uh, you know what? Uh, David want, wants Uriah to be home and to, have, uh, to lay, to lay uh, with, uh, with his wife or to, to make love with his wife. It is because I do believe it is to cover his sin, okay? But uh, uh, he, was, he was mad. And so um, David uh, sent Uriah back to the battle. And then he, saw, uh, he told uh, Joab to put Uriah in the first line so that he will really die. Okay? So as we can see, as we can see that uh, all of us Christians, we are God's armies. And we face battles every day. Right? But if you are an army and you are not in the battlefield, you are in a dangerous position. Okay? So, again, this is a reminder for all of us. We are God's soldiers. We are God's armies. And we have to be in the battlefield. We need to be prepared to face our enemies. Okay? Because when you are not into that mode of fighting, Okay, the devil will come in and uh, he will destroy you. Okay, so uh, as we can see uh, right now at this very moment, Satan is on the mode of advancing his plans. Okay, I want to repeat that. Satan is on the mode of advancing his plans. Okay, prophecies are being fulfilled right before our eyes. Okay, prophets, teachers, and ministers are doing their best to encourage and 
challenge every believer to be alert and vigilant. Okay, but sad to say that the pandemic has caused a lot of Christians to be on a lazy mode. That's sad. A lot of Christians right now are slothful. A lot of Christians right now are sluggish. A lot, a lot of Christians right now are into this idle mode. They are being lazy. Okay? And uh, as, uh, as you know that a lot of people, uh, that, uh, that there are a lot of people that are burning for Jesus in the past, now they are slowly becoming inactive. They are slowly becoming, becoming sluggish in the service of the Lord. Amen? That's hard. But I want to tell you these things, the words I mentioned, uh, are not just uh, attitude problem. I do believe it is a spiritual issue. This is Satan's weapon. Okay, I want you to listen to this. This is Satan's weapon to paralyze every believer in accomplishing what you are called to do. And also in the area of productivity. Satan doesn't want you to be productive. Satan doesn't want you to serve God. Satan doesn't want you to be in the service of God. That's why right now, we are being paralyzed. Sad to say, this pandemic and uh, the, these days of uncertainties, a lot of Christians are becoming so idle. Ah, that's sad. Okay? But I want to tell you, there are warnings against being silly. <laughs> Again, when I say silly, uh, I mean about um, being slothful or sluggard, being idle, being lazy, being lethargic. And I'm talking about you. That's being silly. <laughs> okay? So, there are, there are uh, warnings in the Bible that we can see about being uh, silly. Okay, um, I mentioned a while ago that the first thing that will happen to you when you are idle, it will, uh, it will make you fall into sin like David. Okay, but uh, I want to I wanna mention uh, a lot more right now. Okay, number one, being idle, being, uh, uh, being slothful will lead you to poverty. Okay? By the way, I asked Lucas to uh, read some scriptures with me here. So, uh, yeah, Lucas, come over here and help your daddy. You can sit down here. Okay. You read this scripture. I, I walked by the field of a lazy person. Okay, let me check your mic. No, it's not okay okay by the way this is a scripture to support the idea uh, to support this one uh, this warning against poverty when you are idle you uh, you will uh, you will uh, you will be in poverty okay so Lucas read it again please I walked by a fi the field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one with no common sense. I saw that it was overgrown with nettles. It was covered with weeds and its walls were broken down. Then, I, as I looked 
and thought about it, I learned this lesson. A, a, a little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a sm sm more slumber, a little, a little folding of hands and to rest. Then poverty will pounce onto you like a bandit. S scarcity short, we'll or short supply mm -hmm. will attack you like an armed robber. Okay, yes, that's it. Okay, you, you can stay there if you want. Okay, it says here, a little extra sleep. Okay, like we are, we are designed by God to sleep at least eight hours a day, but you are sleeping 10 hours a day. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's uh, shocking, okay? A little a slumber, a folding of hands to rest, okay? Folding of hands to rest. Then it says here, poverty will punch on you like a bandit, okay? And then scarcity or shortage of supply will attack you like an armed robber so it it's it, it it seems like you will be you will be robbed everything that is in you and with you will be taken away from you it is because you are being idle you are being lazy you are you sleep so long okay so when you do that when you sleep so long when you are when you are so idle when you are lazy okay poverty will come upon you and i do believe you don't want to be a poor you don't want we we don't want to be poor we want to be rich we want to be you uh, we want uh, to have all the things that we want okay but you cannot have it all if you are slugger, sluggard, if you are sluggish, if you are lazy, okay? You need to work. You need to do something in order for you to have all those that you desire to have. Amen? So that's it. That's number one, okay? Uh, and number two, I want to share this to you. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 18 it says here by slothfulness the roof sinks in and through idleness of the hands the house leaks okay so my number two points is, is that uh, when you are being silly when you are being sluggish when you are being slothful idle lazy okay you will have no decent home to live in okay because even repairing your house maybe your faucet maybe your uh, your doors maybe your door doorknobs okay you cannot even repair them it is because you are being uh, slothful okay grabe kahinay something like that no okay so because of that you don't have you will never have a good place to live in okay and that is sad we wanted, actually, we wanted to have a good house to live in, like a, like a hotel, baby. <laughs> okay, by the way, I am in this beautiful house right now, owned by Karel uh, and John. <laughs> this is amazing. A uh, big uh, apartment. Great. Amazing. Okay? But if, uh, if you are sluggish, you can never have something good to live in. 
Okay? So that is, that is a, uh, a um, reminder for, for all of us. Okay, number three. Okay, warning, number three, warning for uh, being silly. Okay, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 15. It says here, Slothfulness cast into a deep sleep. Okay, gibalik na po ng sleep, no? The idle soul shall suffer hunger. Okay? When you are being sluggish, kung tapulan kay ka, if you are being lazy, you don't have anything to eat. Okay? Uh, Pastor Arman has been telling us to plant, 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 come on! <laughs> Buy some pet bottles and plant something so, that, so you have something to eat. And if you don't do that, I want to tell you, you will never have something to eat. Okay? And I want to tell you, um, eating your own produced food is safe. Okay? Because I want to tell you, most of the, the fruits or the vegetables in the market are being, ano ba yan? Uh, uh, being uh, grown by a lot, by a lot of uh, fertilizers, synthetic fertilizers, and pesticides. And uh, these are all harmful to your body. So if you if you are buying all your fruit food from the market, then you are eating poison. But if you plant something, I want to tell you, you will have food, and you are sure that is that is healthy. Your food is healthy for you because it is your own produce. Okay, that's it. So if you don't plant, you will suffer hunger. Okay. And we don't want you to have that hunger. Especially, as we all know, uh, there are prophecies and there are news that in some, uh, in some countries, in some cities, uh, there are already uh, famine. There are already hunger. They don't have enough food. There is food shortage. Okay, and so if now if if now you 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 are unwilling to plant, okay, sooner or later you will have no food to eat. Okay. Next, okay, I think pangilan na ba to? Number one, poverty. Number two, no decent home. Number three, hunger. Number four, okay. Uh, by the way, there is also in support to, to uh, hunger, uh, there is, I just found out a verse in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 5 and it says here, The fool folds his hands and eats his own flesh. Can you imagine? <laughs> Eating your own flesh? Because later on you are so hungry, okay, so you will just bite your own flesh in order for you to, to have something in your tummy? That's hard, okay? That's, that's a hunger in a high level. And I don't want you to eat yourself. I don't want you to eat your own flesh. So better do something right now. Okay, next. Okay, when, uh, when you are silly, when you are sluggish. Okay, Proverbs 21, 25. It says here, the desire of the sluggards, the desire of the sluggard kills him for his hands refuse to work so i want to tell you when you don't work when you are lazy when you're you're not doing anything uh, i want to tell you it will kill you <laughs> it will kill you 
sooner or later. Okay? So these are some of the warnings that we can find in the Bible if you are being uh, silly. Okay? You know those words already. Okay? So I, I don't want you. I don't want you to experience all those things. Okay? So there is a practical advice right here. A practical or biblical, uh, practical and at the same time, biblical advice for all the sluggard people, the lazy people out there. Okay? Proverbs chapter 19 verse 15. It says here, Lucas, you want to read this? Come on. Read this for me, please. Okay, this is again found in the book of uh, Proverbs uh, 19.15. Okay. Okay. Go. Proverbs 19, verse 15. Go to the ant, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise without having any chief, officer, or ruler. Mm -hmm. Sorry. She prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard? When you rise from your sleep, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty, poverty. will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. Okay, by the way, I think I got the wrong uh, verse here. I think this is Proverbs 6, verse 11, okay? Uh, 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 Proverbs 6, verse 6 to 11, okay? So, that's it. Thank you, Luke. Uh, again, uh, if you are a sluggard and you uh, are sleeping so long, okay, it is, it is also uh, uh, repeated in this verse that says, uh, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber. And so, he is admonishing us. He is telling us, the Bible is telling us that we have to, uh, we have to, I hope I have, I have the video. Uh, we have to look at an aunt, okay? Uh, amigas, okay? Amigo o amigas. Dagang amigas o dagang amigos, okay? Look at the ants, okay? You sluggards, sluggard, according to this verse. Consider her ways uh, and be wise, okay? Without having any chips or Sorry, without uh, having any chief, okay, or leaders. They don't have leaders. They don't have officers. They don't have rulers. But they, they gather food. All of them gathers food during summer, okay? And they, they help together in uh, gathering food. So they work together hand in hand. Can you imagine that? If you can, if you can search YouTube, right now and uh, look at some videos about ants uh, carrying a big load okay load of food together i want i want to tell you ants are somebody that uh, that are considered to be workaholic they love to to do something and they love to help okay each other okay so can you imagine uh, we are human beings 
Okay, we are human beings and uh, uh, we are far better than ants. Okay, we are far better than ants. By the way, uh, as, you, as we can see that the ants are being uh, created by words. Siguro God said, okay, th there must be ants. And then uh, ants came in. Okay, nagpakita na ng ants. But kita as human beings, God formed us. Okay, uh, God exerted effort just to create you. Okay, so in other words, mga kapatid, we human beings are far better than ants. But I want to tell you, uh, the attitude of the ants or the, uh, the, the things that the ants do are sometimes better than the sluggish people, the, 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 the slothful uh, people. Okay, so... <laughs> That's it. So this is supposed to be something that you have to learn. Okay? Even ants work so hard in order for them to have food. Okay? How much more we as children of God. Okay. Next. How to deal with silly people. <laughs> how to deal with sluggish or idle or lazy people. Okay. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 11 to 15. It says here, For we hear that some among you walk in idleness, not busy at work, but busy bodies. Now such persons we command and encourage in the, in, in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. So uh, those being uh, sluggish are, be, uh, are encouraged by Paul right now to do some work. Okay? Work. Work. And earn something for your own living. Verse 13, it says here, As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. If anyone does not obey what I say in this letter, take note of that person. Okay? <laughs> so, tanawan daw na to, bantayan daw na to kung kinsa to, sluggish or lazy. And it says here, and have nothing to do with him. Oh no. <laughs> Rejection. <laughs> okay? That he may be ashamed. But in verse, uh, verse 15, it says, Do not regard him as an enemy, but warm him, warn him as a brother. Okay? So right now, okay, if, uh, if you look at yourself as somebody who is, uh, who is somewhat sluggish, okay, we are, uh, we are uh, giving you this reminder that we have to do something. We are giving you this warning with love. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we care about you. So uh, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we don't regard you as an enemy, but we encourage you to, to respond to do something, okay? Because there is a rule. There was a rule that was um, emphasized by Paul. It is written in Second Thessalonians chapter three, verse ten. Okay, it is just uh, going backward. No, uh, we started to read a while ago in verse um, eleven to fifteen. Let's go backward to verse ten, and this is the rule. Okay, Paul established this rule. And it says here, for even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. 
Okay? So, if you are unwilling to work, you should not eat. <laughs> what, I <want> to <laughs> what I want to tell you, a lot of people, uh, they, don't, they don't have produce, they don't plant, but they eat a lot. <laughs> they eat so much. Okay, but this is the rule. According to uh, uh, Paul, you should not eat if you will not work. And this is biblical. Amen? So if uh, somebody is... Um, uh, some, uh, someone in your family doesn't work at all. Uh, maybe uh, naga, uh, he's only just, uh, uh, he is only playing games, um, being uh, soaked into uh, Facebook or YouTube or uh, TikTok or Reels, ano ba, ano pa ba yung iba? or games. Okay, if you are so much, uh, you are soaked with the, this unfruitful things, can you imagine playing? What, what can that give you? Okay, I, I do believe that, I, I know that uh, some of the games are, uh, uh, they, some of the people that are playing games, they earn money. Okay, if, you're, if, if that is your way of uh, earning then uh, just be sure that you are earning. But if you're playing and you are spending a lot of time doing that, okay, and then you don't earn anything, okay, that is being sluggard. That is being lazy. Amen. So, okay, uh, silly people, okay, again, silly are being sluggish, being lazy, okay, you. Or we must learn to obey now. If, if you uh, evaluate yourself and, uh, uh, and uh, you, you consider yourself to be in this, in, uh, you are part of this, okay? I think you have to do something now, okay? We have to obey now, not later, okay? <laughs> not later, but now. I think we also have to remove uh, that habit, um, manana habit. Okay, I think this is a, uh, a mentality passed down to us by the Spaniards. <laughs> blaming, <laughs> blaming game. <laughs> okay, but I think, yeah, this is uh, uh, because of the term manana habit. Manana is a, uh, an Spanish word, I think. Okay, so, <laughs> so this is actually, I, uh, I do believe, uh, is passed down to us um, uh, by the Spaniards. But we have to remove it from our system. Okay? We have to obey now. We have to do something now. We have to see the urgency of responding to prophecies. We are, we are, we, we have to, we have to see the urgency of uh, doing something for the glory of God. Amen? With prophecies uh, concerning global famine and uh, also be, we are being bombarded, we are being, ano ba yan? we are always being challenged by Kuya Arman to do gardening. Okay, what has been your response? Are you responding to the call? Because I do believe this, this is a prophecy and it will come to pass. There will be a global famine. And if you are not ready for it, I want to tell you, you will suffer a lot. Okay? As I have mentioned a while ago, the warnings that I have mentioned a while ago. Okay, so uh, we have to do something now. Okay, let me end with this. Uh, our response should be like Peter 
uh, in Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. Okay? I want you to open your Bibles, uh, if you have it with you, please, or maybe it's, in, it's on the screen, you can read it with me. Okay? This should be our response. Okay? We have to obey right away. Okay, look, let us look at uh, Simon Peter here. Chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. Just want to read it quickly. One occasion, on one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of uh, Gennesaret, and he saw two boats by the, lake, by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And this is uh, Peter's reply, verse 5. Uh, Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing okay can you imagine he said lord we have we have uh, we have uh, 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 thrown down our nets for the whole night but we got nothing we took nothing but this is amazing uh, uh, simon peter said but at your word because you said so because it is your word i will let down the nets Okay, so he obeyed right away in spite of the experience the whole night. Okay, I want to tell you there are a lot of people when you experience uh, having no catch uh, the whole night, I'm so sure you will say, most of the people will say, no, I will not do that. I will not do that. I have toiled for the whole night and we got nothing. So why should I do it now? Okay, and then uh, we, are, we are near the shore. Okay, so how, how sure we are that we have this uh, uh, fish here, okay? But uh, amazingly, Peter said, because you said so, because it is your word, I will let down my nets. And verse 6, and then uh, I, I want to continue reading. And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish, and their nets were breaking. Wow. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, it he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch, the catch, the catch of the fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will not be catching. Uh, from now on, sorry. Uh, from now on, you will be catching men. No longer fish, but men. And verse 11, it says here, And when they had brought their boats to the land, they left everything and followed Jesus. In other, in, in, in other translation, it says, Immediately, they followed Jesus. They left all their nets and followed Jesus. That was amazing. 
Okay? I, I, I do believe that for, for some people, if you have a lot of fish during that, that time, if you catch a lot of fish, uh, there will be a tendency that uh, you will say, na, Oh, I want to stay here. There are a lot of fish here. I want to enjoy this very moment. Okay? And you will not live that, that, uh, that, uh, that part that you have everything. But, you, uh, but as you can see here, uh, Paul and also James and John, sons of Zebedee, they left their nets and immediately followed Jesus Christ. They responded right away to the call. Amen? So, uh, brothers and sisters, I want to tell you, God has been calling us to respond to the call of God. We have been sleeping so long. A lot of Christians has been sleeping so long. A lot of Christians has been sluggish, has been slothful, has been idle for a long time, has been lazy for a long time. It is now time to do something for God. It is now time to respond to God's call that we have to do something for the glory of God. Amen. Uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to farming, God is God is uh, encouraging us. God is expecting us to respond right away. Do something. Prepare for uh, for the uh, for that famine that has been prophesied by the Bible. Amen. And also, as we can see, uh, we have a call. We have a great commission to fulfill. We have this call to fulfill. We have this call to do something. We have to win more people even in these last days. Even in this pandemic. We have to win more souls for the glory of God. Amen. But I want to tell you, a lot of Christians right now are being silenced. Okay? They are being idle. They just stay home. They don't do anything. They are afraid to go to church. They are afraid to do something uh, to serve God in their own way because they, 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 are, they are now uh, embracing that time of being idle. Amen. But I want to tell you, Friends, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to rise up. It's time to, to uh, stand up and do something for God. Yeah. Amen? Uh, as we can see, it says here, uh, wake up, O sleeper. Okay? Rise from the dead and, uh, and Christ will shine on you. So we are, we are called, we are challenged to rise up, wake up, you sleeper, and rise from the dead and... God, Jesus Christ, will shine upon you. So we have to do something, okay? And then as we can see, the end is near. As we can, uh, as we can observe, prophecies are being fulfilled. Uh, I do believe that the Satan or the Antichrist will soon reign. Okay, so uh, we we have to redeem time according to according uh, according to to uh, to First Thessalonians. Um, yeah, I, I I don't have it here, but uh, it says uh, we have to be careful on how we live our lives, not as unwise, but wise, making the most of every opportunities because the days are evil. In other translation, I think in, uh, in uh, King James Version, it says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. <sighs> Amen. 
we have to do something while we can still do something. In John chapter 9 verse 4, it says here, As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent us, who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. I want to tell you right now, right now we have we have we can we can we can just feel that there is a freedom but again we don't know what will happen in the future i want to tell you uh, uh, satan has been advancing his plans he's doing it i want to tell you the marking of the beast will soon come to pass i want to tell you there uh, there is there is something that is uh, that that is being organized right now and I want to tell you, even during the pandemic, diba, uh, we have this scanner towards our head and towards our hands to, uh, to, uh, uh, for them to see uh, our body temperature. Okay? But I want to tell you, the, the Bible says um, in the last days, there will be markings or uh, um, uh, yeah, there will be, uh, the mark of the beast will be put on, uh, on the foreheads, on, uh, on, on our arms, hands. Okay, and uh, those things that are being done is actually a mind conditioning. It is we are being conditioned that later on this will happen. Okay, so if you will not prepare right now, I want to tell you, you are in danger. You 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 are in a dangerous position, and we have we need to prepare. We have to do something right now. Amen. Again, uh, uh, if you are if you are in the past being so on fire, you are uh, burning for Jesus, and now you you decided to be just lazy, to be just an idle person. You are uh, you uh, settled to be just an slug, uh, just sluggish right now. I want to tell I want to tell you, it is now time to rise up. Do something for God. Respond to God's call. Prepare for uh, the coming famine. Uh, win more souls for Jesus Christ. As, as long as we have the opportunity. As long as we have our time right now. Amen. So I hope that you will respond to this call, uh, brothers and sisters. It's now time to stop being silly. It's now time to stop being slothful, being, being sluggard, being idle, being lazy, being uh, lethargic. And this is a message for you. I want you to respond to this call. I want you to rise up and do something for God's glory. Amen? So I hope you got the message, my friends. And um, this is very important. Okay, uh, uh, do something while, while we still have time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, forgive us. Forgive us for sometimes we settle to this uh, mentality or to this kind of uh, attitude. Lord, we settle to be sluggish, sluggish, to be uh, slothful, to be idle, to be lazy. Lord, forgive us. I know this is Satan's weapon to paralyze 
people from accomplishing what we are called to do. This is Satan's way of uh, uh, hindering people to produce or to be fruitful in every way. So forgive us, God. We don't follow the devil. We don't follow uh, the plans of the enemy. We follow your plans. We respond to your call. We respond to your plans. And so God, help us. Help us do something for you uh, right now as, as we can still do something for your glory. Lord, I pray that you will uh, quicken every person, every Christian right now. That's every heart right now. That's every life right now. I pray, Lord God, that you will give us that strong desire, Lord God, to respond, to do something for your glory. Lord, I pray. I pray. That, Lord, we will be able to win more souls for your kingdom, for your glory. God, I pray that even in this pandemic, even in, in these uncertain times, Lord God, I pray that we will, that we will be able to, um, to magnify you. We will be able to, uh, to, to make known Jesus Christ to a lot of people. Lord, I pray that a lot of people will be uh, reached out. And people will come to know you, will, come, will receive the gospel, and will believe you. They will decide to, uh, to believe in you, and they will decide to follow you all the way to the end. So, Lord, I pray that you will help us. Help us do what we are expected to do. No more being lazy. No more being idle. Lord, I pray that we will do something for God's glory. I pray in the Lord, uh, when you come, we are doing the call. We are doing what you, expect, uh, what you have expected us to do. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you for everything. Bless your people. Bless our brothers and sisters. Thank you that, Lord, right now, we will be on fire serving you. We will respond to your call. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash MFCDVO. God bless.